Hi, everybody. This is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today, I'm joined by pastor, rapper, and lead chaplain for the NBA's Houston Rockets, Malcolm Marshall. In this episode, we discuss the power of words. Malcolm unpacks the impact of harmful words and the life-giving power of helpful words, and he provides us with a framework to evaluate the root cause of our speech and why everyone should consider seeing a therapist. So now it's time to lean in and learn for the best. Pastor Malcolm, it is a pleasure to have you on the blueprint today. Thank you for joining me. Great to be with you, Eric. So I recently heard a sermon that you gave, and it was called The Words That We Speak. Mm-hmm. And it was based on the wisdom literature of, of Proverbs. And uh, you mentioned two categories of words, harmful speech or words that bring death and helpful speech or words that bring life. Right. Can you talk about the power of words? Well, certainly. Uh, if you think about the words that you and I hear on TV programs, if you think about the words that we hear in songs, um, if you think about the commentary we take in through movies, podcasts, social media, articles, uh, speech influences us tremendously. And if you think about just the day and time we're living in, Eric, words now aren't just the words that are spoken, but it's also the ones through, you know, social media channels, since that's such a, a huge part of life in this day and time. And so, you know, the power of words is why political campaigns spend so much money and so much time on messaging. It's why companies will will pay top dollar for advertising. Words are powerful because they shape how we view the world around us. That makes a lot of sense. A lot of money spent on messaging. Mm -hmm. And if you think about you're a leader and when you're trying to lead people or trying to move them, words elicit emotions, but they can they can burn down a house or they can build up a house. Yes, indeed. And so I'd love for you to talk about things like let's talk about profanity for a second. Okay. I know that's kind of coming out with a big one, nah, but like nah. what, what's wrong with is, is profanity harmful? I would submit to you. It is. Um, if you consider profanity is harmful speech because it doesn't give and it doesn't add to, it takes away from. So like employing harmful speech is like hammering a nail into a piece of wood. Even if you remove the nail by say apologizing or, or seeking to make things right, the hole is still there in the wood. If you contrast that with with helpful speech, speech that edifies, that encourages, that builds up, you see that you see the difference. Profanity, uh, lying, gossip, flattery, all of those things I would put under the umbrella of harmful speech because they don't add to they take away from. What about helpful speech? Like what are some things that like, you know, shining a lot on harmful things and it's kind of easy to do that sometimes. What about words that help folks like What are the categories that you would give that? Okay. Words that help folks. Uh, Edifying speech. What does Um, that mean? Edifying. Edifying simply means to build up. So, you know, if your wife comes home today and she says, Eric, I love you because you take great care of me and our boys. Man, you're going to feel like you can run through a wall. Mm -hmm. She's investing in your well-being. And so those would be edifying words. Those are words that build you up. Some other categories of, 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 of helpful speech, inspiring words, mm. encouraging words. You've never heard anybody in their right mind receive a compliment and then turn around and respond with, 
No, thank you. I'm good. I think you said right bind is the important part there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody that's off the rock and that's a different conversation. <laughs> but yeah, someone in their right mind. And, and part of that is because the way we are built, we are built for that. You know, that's why things such as, as, as anxiety and depression and all those other mental, mental challenges that, that are really top of mind uh, right now, man, a lot of that I would submit can actually be pointed back to things that we've either been told or have been exposed to that, again, they took from us. They didn't mm-hmm. invest in us. So helpful speech are things that invest in us. If you want to pursue audacious goals, thrive in uncertainty, and live a healthy and fulfilled life, then subscribe to my newsletter, Adaptation. This weekly newsletter provides you with simple and efficient high-performance tools and resources you can use to unlock your potential. And when you sign up, you'll receive my ultimate sleep cheat sheet, a simple guide to optimizing your sleep. So sign up now at www.ericcorum.com. Now, back to the show. I don't know, I guess the, like, you know, as when I'm training an athlete or in the, on my previous work, or when you're trying to help somebody become more healthy, there's things that you can fill the tank with like healthy yeah. habits yeah, yeah. or behaviors. What are some things that we can do to shift away from harmful speech and to be able to focus our attention on things that are going to edify and build people up? Sure. Sure. So I would suggest we consider why we're using harmful speech, consider the why behind the what. Eric, the words that we speak actually communicate so much more than what's coming out of our mouths. And what you're asking is a question of motivation. So to the, to the one struggling with using harmful speech and maybe wanting to incorporate more helpful speech, I would challenge him or her to go beyond the word choice and get to the heart of why you're giving voice to those specific words. Some people use harmful speech because they've got a limited vocabulary. Hmm. Others, they use harmful speech because they're intellectually lazy. Still, what others, does that mean? Double click on that for a second. Yeah, intellectually lazy. They are choosing not to expand their mind. So it's easier to say, I'm mad at you than it is to say, you actually hurt my feelings because I gave you feedback on something you asked me, but you didn't respond in a way that spoke to me in the way of you acknowledging what I said. Mm-hmm. Just being intellectually lazy. Using two words, I'm, I'm for conci- being concise. There's a, there's a place for being concise, but using two words when you might actually serve yourself better by using eight because you're explaining yourself. You're just not using your brain. And then you got others who, who choose to use uh, harmful speech because uh, they've got unresolved stuff, stuff in their own heart. And rather than deal with it, it's easier for them to project their frustrations outward onto others. You've heard the old saying, hurt people hurt people. Sometimes we use harmful speech because we're hurt. So a reflection of what's coming out of our mouth might be a reflection of our current state of our heart. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. When you think about, you know, I think everything that we've seen in the world over the last couple of years, I I would venture to say everybody, if you have not considered seeing a therapist, you should. Because I feel like the last couple of years have brought to the surface how much trauma and junk all of us have had to deal with. Well, if you don't know that stuff is there and it's been laying dormant and something triggers it and it pops up and you're like, where did that come from? It could have been there a long time. You just didn't know. And so I I think that some of the stuff that's coming out of our mouths or even our fingertips, if you're doing a lot of stuff online, a lot of that is a direct reflection of of stuff that's going on inside of us that we haven't dealt with. So getting introspective and then being, 
I guess, honest with ourselves and giving ourselves the opportunity to heal by talking to somebody yeah. is a really good idea. Absolutely. I'm man, I'm a huge advocate of this. I come out of a background where admitting you needed help, particularly from someone that you would go pay, such as a therapist or a counselor, I come out of a background where that's taboo. That's just not what you do. Here's what I've learned. I'm a much better dad, husband, and friend when I've had someone who can give me an honest perspective on my stuff, but they're not so closely tied to me that they can't be objective. Mm, that's strong. Thank you so much for breaking this down for us today. I Cause I think that we, we need to carefully measure our words because as you so wonderfully illustrated, once they're out, they're out. You can't take them and back. No. And having yeah, a little, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no alt delete. Ain't no delete on our words. Once they come out, <laughs> some of us wish we could do that. Do, 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 do. Go back and delete. Nope. Can't do it. Well, I appreciate you breaking this down for us. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. If today's episode impacted you in any way, would you please consider supporting the show by sharing this episode and leaving us a comment and review in the Apple podcast app is this is one of the best ways that you can help us grow the show. Thanks again. And I'll catch you on the next episode.